Welcome to New Piney Grove Baptist Church, where one of our core values is Christian education. Let's tune in to this week's message. Amen. It's a blessing to be in the house of the Lord one more time. Amen. Amen. I remember hearing that when I was growing up, and it was always just a a nice saying. But then as you get older, and not only things that happen to you in your life, but to know that there are people on the other side of the world that are hiding to praise God and reading their Bibles by lamps and hiding away and covering their Bibles in different ways in order to just get the word of God. When I think about that, it is truly a blessing to be able to come boldly before the throne of grace, to be able to walk in with hands lifted and give God praise that he's worthy of. Amen. 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 I do give honor to God. I give honor to him who is the head of my life. I thank God for his strength and thank God for his love, his grace. (laughs) Can anybody say grace? (laughs) Getting what you don't deserve. Me and my oldest one, we've been having a discussion on grace. (laughs) And uh, as I talk to him about grace, it just compels me even more to thank God for grace. Amen. And God, thank God for our pastor and first lady. Amen. The shepherds of this house. Amen. Who God has saw fit to lead us. And of course, I cannot go further without thanking God for my Superman, my Clark Kent. Amen. Amen. (laughs) I thank God for him. And uh, before we go any further, let's just look to the Lord. Father, we thank you. Oh, God, I thank you. Thank you because you are a wonderful, loving God. And God, I thank you that you even look beyond all our faults and see our very need. God, I thank you that your love surpasses our even understanding. God, I pray that the word that you have for us today, Lord God, be only what you will have us to say, Lord God, have me to say. And God, I pray that that it reached the hearts and the minds of those who it is intended for. I know that your word said that you, your word will not return void, but it'll do what it is, was it intended to do. And so God, I trust that. I pray that you just uh, crucify my flesh, that I say only what you will have for me to say. God, I thank you that uh, I am the first partaker of this fruit, Lord. Good God, I thank you for your grace that covers God. And I pray that You will just have your way in this place in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. As you saw, our title was Wonder Woman. Wonder Woman. In June 2017, the movie Wonder Woman made its debut. I remember not only how good I thought the movie was, um, I'm becoming a comic book movie fan, um, partly because of my husband. He loved all of them. And some of our dear friends, they go even deeper. And so sometimes we have the opportunity to share with some, there are some comic book lovers in our audience today. And so sometimes before church or, you know, 
during our little alone downtime, they're able to discuss the new movies that come out, what they like about it, what they didn't. And I'm not a comic book enthusiast. <laughs> I don't know all the background history on a lot of them. You know, my husband, he going to research and figure out, you know, the, the beginning before the movie started. Like, I just want a good movie. And I remember watching this, and I thought it was a really good movie. And I feel like if it can grab me in and I don't know all the backstory, <laughs> then it must be pretty good. But I remember even um, making a funny post on Facebook, and I was like, man, I was like, after seeing that movie, I felt empowered, my man. I felt like I wanted to go work out. <laughs> I was like, man, I better go work out and lift some weights and all this because these Amazon women that's in the movie, I mean, they are strong and they are fit, you know, and it's not like they masculine. I mean, they still look like women because, you know, sometimes we can take it too far, but <laughs> they still look like women. But I mean, they just they just see they just give you that energy. You know, you've been around other people and they just let you know how infectious positive energy can be. And that's just a little side note to that. You know, you never know when you're going in contact with some, somebody else might need that smile or that infectious energy because it'll jump off on somebody, amen? And I remember watching this movie, and it wasn't just the single heroic acts of Diana, the lead character, or how we see Diana transition through the movie. But to me, what was super important was how those ladies trained and how they worked out and how they worked together. And I started thinking about it, too, because even in the movie, and this is just a little side tip, that one, they were training so hard, and the queen said, but nothing has happened yet. Nobody has attacked us. Nothing has happened. And the, and the general, which was her sister, she said, but we're training just in case. And so, you know, it just reminded me, and I'm sorry, y'all, I'm one of those people that when I'm looking at a movie, it ain't just a movie, I see other stuff. And I was thinking about how God has us come into Bible study and Sunday school and our quiet time with him. Maybe it's not raining in your life right now, and maybe everything is going perfect, but we still need to train just in case. So when the opposition do come, we won't get caught off guard, we'll be ready. So they train, and so just like with any uh, superhero movie or book, it makes you feel like you can do even the impossible. You know, I, I know I can't uh, jump on top of a box anymore. I used to could do that when I was training. I, when I was training, I had a personal training out there. But in my mind, I was like, man, you know what? I can get back to that. You know, I'm going to get up and just work out. And it also takes our minds off of the shortcomings that we have. But every woman want to be a version of Wonder Woman, right? You know, we wear so many hats, and we're trying our best to wear every hat well. Jeff, can you show this picture that I, that Cruella DeVille picture? Okay. I saw this, and I had to laugh at myself, because this was a meme that I found. It said, this is me trying to be a good mom, wife, friend, family member, drink enough water, exercise, cook, clean, text everyone back, stay sane, you know, survive and be happy. <laughs> and you see how she looking? You know, and if we ain't careful, guess what? We're going to be looking like that. What's wrong with you? I'm just trying to do everything. Trying to get everything. Trying to cook, trying to clean, trying to do everything, trying to be there, trying to do projects. I'm trying to work on school, trying to make sure everybody clothes good, trying to wash, trying to do this, trying to do that. And I thank God for, for my husband because he really do a lot. But even with all that he do, 
sometimes I still feel like, you know, get, getting them to school, get in the car, Marcus, you're going to make us late. Come on, did you get your lunch? I already packed your lunch. Did you put it in the bag? Da-da-da-da. Did you put the girls up? Did we feed the girls? I think we fed the girls. Go give them some water. They didn't have water. They come to this, you know. And we, if we're not careful, this is what we'll turn into. This is us. Not the TV show, but this is us. This is us trying to do everything for everyone and what we think we need to do for ourselves. But some of that stuff we might not need to do. You can take it down now, Jeff. Because when we think about the Proverbs 31 woman, can we say that in our mind she's a wonder woman? You know, we look at her and we say she's a wonder woman. We look at all the stuff that she could do, what she did, how she did it, and the fact that she did it well. And, you know, we know it's in the Bible, so we know it's important. But in our cell, we're like, Lord, why did you put this in here? Because, you know, do you really think we can live up to this person? Like, really? How am I supposed to do all this? And it's just 24 hours in a day, seven days a week. Why is this woman in this Bible? I know it's for it's, it's good. Because everything you put in here is good, but, but you know, okay, maybe it was just me. But I'm secretly thinking, is this really what I'm supposed to be doing? This girl got about 15 verses to herself. We don't even know her name, but we know everything she did and how she did it. But let's look at it. Let's look at it a little bit closer. Because I remember we did a study on uh, gender study about Kingdom Woman by Tony Evans. In the chapter I had actually did, delved in a little bit deeper to the Proverbs 31 woman. And some of the things that um, he said and some of the things I noted in the Bible, I want to bring to us today. So our first point for this is all the women who want to be Wonder Woman. Yeah, you, 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 you know you got the potential to be, or maybe you think that you're not. I'm going to tell you that you are. But this is how we be it, okay? So I'm going to tell you some things not to do. You know, usually we always tell you what to do. I'm going to tell you what not to do. The first thing you want to do if you're going to be Wonder Woman is stop comparing yourselves to other women. If you want to compare notes, that's fine. You know, I have young children. I talk to other mothers with young children. Are your children doing this right about now? Yeah. Oh, okay. We ain't the only ones, you know. Or I talked to other mothers, did, did so-and-so ever do this? Yeah, you wait till they get this age, and then they'll do, oh, okay, thanks. You know, but, and that's fine. But when you start measuring your worth against the worth of what you think another woman is, that's when we mess up. You need to stop measuring your worth or level of womanhood to another woman. Number one, they may be in a different season. You know, look at it. We're comparing ourselves to the Proverbs 31 woman, and she happened in ancient times. We already guilty of trying to be like her. That was not our season. Yes, she sold and made clothes and bedspreads and all this stuff. She didn't have them all. She didn't have Amazon Prime. She didn't have Macy's and Belts and Walmart and Goodwill. She couldn't go buy it. She had to make it. That was the season she was living in. You know, but see, are you handling your money where you can go buy the clothes and buy the bed spread? That's where you can compare notes. The notes said that she provided for her family. That's what we're supposed to take from it. Not that you're supposed to go get you a sewing machine and you're not a woman unless you know how to make a dress. That's not what he's saying. 
Because if that's it, then I'm, I'm lost. Because I'm not there yet. You know, maybe one day. But that's just not my gift. We're so bad at we comparing ourselves to a woman who existed years and years ago. She had to make her clothes and best friends. The Bible lists her characteristics of a good woman. Number one, in verse 15, she had time management skills. She had, somebody say time management. What is time management? That means that God has given us all the time we need. And I remember Rick Warren saying that if you can't get everything you need done in the time that God has given us, that means that you're not managing your time well or you're doing too much. And some of you say, well, this is good stuff. And there are some good things that God did not call you to do. He got you gifted in a certain area. And I asked him to um, list this, this picture. This is actually a screenshot of my, um, of my phone, actually. And y'all can't read this, but under um, a lot of times I'll put little funny messages on there. So when my alarm goes off, the messages would pop up and it'll make me, it'll jar me to get up. So after the 531, it, it says, it's early, but it's necessary. LOL. And the reason why I said it, because in verse 27, it says that she was an early riser. Ladies, I'm not making this up. I'm not, I'm, I'm not always the best morning person. I get it. But sometimes we have to get on up to get things done. We can't start late and then complain about being late. I'm talking about me now. Because, see, I, I was trying to get up at 6.30, and I was running late. So then I moved it up to 6. And I did a little better, but I was still just, y'all know how we do. Oh, this, this is how we are getting ready in the morning. And then in the car trying to, at the red light, you know. So then I, I said, Lord, it's just something in my mind. Don't even want to say 530. It just sound real early. You know, like six was good when I had to boost it up that extra 30. And then when I didn't want to do it, but guess what? I was there. I was ready. Everybody was calm. I went aggravated with the boys. I went aggravated with Brandon. I went aggravated with myself. I was used to beat myself up. Why you didn't just get up? You know you should have got up. And then I'm having this conversation with myself all the way down. And the Lord said, well, you should have just got up. She was an early riser. Sometimes it may not be what we want to do, but it's necessary that we may continue to walk in that peace. She was, another thing, she, the Proverbs 31 woman will read, she wasn't worried about other women. The Bible says that she goes to inspect the field and buys it. With her earnings, she plants a vineyard. She is energetic and strong and hard worker. She makes sure her dealings are profitable. Her lamps burn late into the night. Her hands are busy spinning thread, her fingers twisting fiber. She extends a helping hand to the poor. Nowhere in here did it say that she look over to see what Sarah was making. You know, nowhere did it look say, well, she made 10 bed spreads. I was supposed to, I'm going to make 15. Because if I, because I've been coming up short, I've been making eight bed spreads and she's been making 10 bed spreads. So that means I need to at least come up to 10 bed spreads. Because if not, I'm not going to be this woman that everybody think I should be. That may not be for her. She was worried about her household and how her household functioned. 
She did not sit down on her gifts and talents. She did not do it. And I'm going to confess, sometimes, especially if you got more than one gift, you may try to hide it. Satan said, don't do all that. They're going to be talking about you. They're going to say, you know how to do this and this. I would just pick one. If God gave it to you, do it. If he gifted you to do more than one, do it. And guess what? If somebody else doing something like you, you both do it. There's no competition on doing it. There's enough people to go around that if you making shirts and I'm making shirts and she making shirts, if God called all of us to make shirts, there are going to be enough people to buy shirts from all of us. Because he's intentional like that. He wouldn't put us in a rat race for us to fight against each other. This big old world, and you think two people can't sell jewelry? Yeah, I have plenty of people come. Who did your hair? All these hairdressers and people still looking for hairdressers? You know why? Because God has enough people that he can use all of us, even if we're doing the same thing. But the thing is, we worried about what Sister Susie going to say. Proverbs 31, she was busy. She was so busy and working on what she was doing, she wasn't worried about what Sarah and Rachel and Lydia. Lydia sold purple. She didn't go down there and see what she had going on. Lydia sold her purple. Proverbs 31 woman sold her stuff. All right. I'm, okay. Okay. So we look at what all she did do, but we don't notice what she did not do. She did not compare herself to other women to see if she was a Proverbs 31 woman. She just did what God had gifted her to do and what she was skilled to do and what she was commanded to do. And she did it well. Another thing I love about it, and this all goes in the stop comparing yourselves to another woman. This virtuous woman, look at verse 29. I love this part, Pastor. It said, this is in quotation mark. Let me go to verse 28. Her children stand and bless her. It didn't say when talking about the townspeople, they say her children stand and bless her. And then look, it says her husband praises her and says, there are many virtuous and capable women in the world, but you surpass them all. And most time we look at that and say, well, if I can't do all the things she can do, then I'm not at that level. That's not what it said. Her husband said, her husband said, there are other virtuous women out there. But to him, she surpassed them all. And one thing I learned early, even in my marriage, was that I do what please our household and not someone else's household. I'm from the country. I grew up that on Sunday, you have your fried chicken, your ham, your two sides, your carb. You got to have some kind of bread. Most time it was cornbread in the skillet. And then you had sweet tea or lemonade, and you had some kind of dessert. You might not even do that all week, but on Sunday, I remember my mama starting on Saturday, and she said on Sunday all I got to do is warm up the bread, and then we'll eat. Because we'll be anxious. we be like, but well, we ready to eat now. Dinner is ready. I just got to warm up the bread. So I'm thinking, all right, well, when I get married, let me make sure on Sunday 
I pull out the pea, black eyed peas and the this and the that. And, you know, even stuff that I don't eat, I know how to cook because my grandma and my mama, you know what I'm saying? I cook some butter beans. They ain't my favorite, but I know how to cook them. You know what I'm saying? My dad loved butter beans. But I remember one time getting, trying to get everything together. And I said, Brandon, you know, what, what you want me to do for that? Well, I was just thinking we could just go grab some. I said, you just want to go grab something? Like, I'm supposed to, because that's what I seen. That's what, so I'm ready, you know, because I got to be this virtuous wife, you know. And he said, well, for me, I don't want to wait. You can cook during the week, but let's just go grab something. You know what I said? All right. Put this stuff in the refrigerator. We'll cook some of that next week. You know what I'm saying? But. At one point, I was thinking, no, because, see, I've had senior women tell me, oh, son, you better give him a good meal. And then he doesn't eat that. He don't care nothing about no ogres and tomatoes. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? He don't care nothing about it. I'll cook it, and he will eat it because I cooked it because he gracious like that. But to him, even on a Sunday, let's just go just pick something up. You know what I learned to do? To pick something up. Why should I run myself ragged trying to do something that he don't even, it don't even matter to him. Lisa Turker, she does a blog called Proverbs 31 Woman, and it stuck with me. She said, I was running myself ragged trying to be the best mother, the best wife, the best this and best that. And she said, I just felt burnt out. And she said, I went to my husband and I said, if I could ask you three things, what are three things? that'll make you feel like I'm doing the ultimate as a wife. Just name the top three things. And she said, I'll make sure that's done if nothing else. And she said her husband said something like, um, dinner, uh, make sure the children are good. And, and I can't remember the third thing. She said, out of all the things she do, she makes sure those three things are done. She said, cause her husband couldn't care less about the baseboards. But I was killing myself because the baseboards weren't clean. I was running ragged because there was dust on the blinds. And I'm not saying ladies live like a slob, but sometimes we're running ourselves ragged for stuff that don't even matter. I'm trying to come up with recipes and stuff, and Brandon J. wants some chicken. He ain't caring about all this other stuff. All right. If you're going to compare yourself, compare yourself from your old self to your new self. Are you better? than you were before? Are you loving the Lord more? Are you loving your family more? Are you, are you carrying out the fruit of the Spirit better? You know, that's what we need to be comparing, not to the next person on next time. They got their own battles to fight. Okay, number two. Don't be too proud to ask for help. Pride... Proverbs 16 and 18 said, Pride goes before destruction and a haughty spirit before a fall. Pride, according to Strong's lexicon, says that it's an arrogance, a bad sense. It's an arrogance that comes before a breaking point. And a haughty spirit is grander that comes before calamity. And you know, some of us don't want to admit it, but we do have a problem with pride. We may dress it up so it don't look like it, but there have been several times, how many of you have known you needed something and you needed help 
And God sent the person. I mean, it was just like so clear as a bell. He sent the person to help you, and you did not receive the help. Everyone needs help sometimes. You cannot do this alone. Um, one of my favorite scenes from Wonder Woman is when the Amazons are fighting the Germans. And I'm going to let Jeff show. It's like a little 20-second clip. It won't last long. But let me tell you who's in it first. Those who have watched the movie, the general who's leading these women to fight is um, Wonder Woman's aunt. Wonder Woman don't know she's Wonder Woman right now. She's the aunt. But she's leading these women to fight. So she's like, aside from the queen, she's like the best warrior there is, right? So I want you to see, just for 20 seconds, this warrior, what this warrior asks the other ladies to do. She yells, shield. Look what she does, man. This is the general. Look at this girl. help y'all get it in a minute did y'all see how she jumped up in the air with those three arrows that's what we focus on how did she get up there on the shield of another woman even the general the best fighter needed some help why we think we don't need any help I don't care how strong you are, how smart you are, how uh, uh, intelligent, how people person you are. Everybody needs help sometime. And when I saw that part in the movie, Brandon was just laughing at me because I said, Lord Jesus, I just need some women that will hold up a shield for me sometime. Do you have women in your corner that when you're going through some things that you can yell shield and they'll be there for you? Do you have some women in your corner that, that you know that can get a prayer through and you get a shield and, know, and they're not even trying to take the credit? That lady didn't try to take the credit and say, I ain't holding the shield. Let me be the arrow shooter. No, she held that shield and she helped lift her up. That's what kind of squad you need. We always want a squad. We want a squad to go shopping with. We want a squad to gossip with. We want a squad to go to the club with. We want a squad to go shopping. We want a squad to talk about our family. We want that kind of squad. But if you really want a squad, find you some strong sisters that will hold up a shield for you. They see you trying. They see you trying to get the job done, and instead of pulling you down, they stand there and hold a shield. I just, I just need some ladies that I can yell out, shield. And I know they'll be there for me. And they ain't worried about who gets the glory, who gets the limelight, and who gets the duty. They'll just stand there and be a shield. We can't do this on our own. And maybe you say, well, Kalea, that was a movie. Let me prove it to you in the book. Verse 15, Proverbs 31. It says that she gets up before dawn to prepare breakfast for her household and plan the day's work for who? Her servant girl. She had some help. She didn't do all this on her own. She might have had to orchestrate it and plan it out. We need to learn how to delegate some stuff. We need to learn how to say no to some stuff. 
We need to learn to say, hey, can you help me with some stuff? And trust, she didn't go behind the servant girls and make sure they did it. Because if she were doing that, she wouldn't have had time to make what she was doing. Don't destroy yourself because you refuse to ask for help or delegate responsibility. You will self-destruct trying to do it all on your own. Even if you need to seek counsel. I wasn't even going to say this, but this is near and dear to me. Even if you need to get some help, don't be too prideful to get some help. Talk to somebody. Bishop Joseph Walker III said, don't let people call you crazy for talking to someone. You'd be crazy not to. Even the strongest people have a breaking point and they need to let that stuff go. Miss Pat call it a dump partner. She says she got dump partners when she dumps stuff out. You can't hold all that in and think that you're not going to self-destruct. You need some friends. And it's funny how we think counseling and stuff is a taboo subject. You know what I mean? We don't want to talk about it. But you know, if we had heart trouble, who we go see? A cardiologist. If we had cancer problem, who we go see? An oncologist. Females, if you got issues, you go see a gynecologist. Stop making mental health a taboo subject. God created them daughters. He created them too. Now, I'm telling you, I believe in prayer. I believe that prayer changed things. I believe in being anointed and all those different things. I believe in have warriors and stuff. But I believe he designed them too. If they wouldn't, they wouldn't be here. Stop comparing yourself to people. Stop letting pride keep you from getting help. Third, finally, I'm going to use a phrase from, my, from Joyce Meyer. Stop your stinking thinking. If you want to be Wonder Woman, Paul reminds us to be anxious for nothing. 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 And that means we ain't going to have some concerns. But it's when you let that worry hinder you from living, from operating, from day to day. He said be anxious for nothing. But through prayer, supplication, and thanksgiving, prayer, talking to God. Having that one-on-one time, we allow him to talk back. Supplication, more of a plead on the mercy, like you're just begging. But then it didn't stop there. It said, also with thanksgiving. It said, then the peace that surpassed all understanding will guard your hearts and minds through Christ Jesus. When you spend that time with the Lord, he'll begin to change even how you think. Wonder Woman. So when you're thinking those self-destructive thoughts about who you are or who you're not, and when you're praying to the Lord, he will allow the angel to set a guard over your heart and your mind that that thought won't even be able to stay. It, it can't stay. Because he said it is guarding your heart and your mind. It guards what com- comes in. And the thing I love about it, he says that, also with thanksgiving. That means that I trust that what me and the Lord talk about is done. That's why I got peace about it. No, it might not have come into fruition yet, but it's done. Because, see, he's not bound by time. I am. It's done. Even though the healing may have not taken place yet, it's done. Even though the deliverance hasn't taken place yet, 
it's done. I'm already thanking him for what he's going to do. And I used to hear that. Man, you know, you'd be like, what? what do you mean praise him in advance? But see, when you know what God can do, and you trust that he can do it, even when it's not done, it's done. Even when it hasn't come into fruition, it's happened. He said, think on these things. What are you thinking about? Is it virtuous, the things you're thinking about? Is it praiseworthy? Is it of good report? Because if you're not, then you're allowing yourselves to get all these other thoughts. Because he said, if you're thinking on these things, <laughs> if you're thinking on these things, then they, those are the things that are praiseworthy, that are virtuous. Think on these things. He said, thanks be unto God who always calls us to triumph. When I'm thinking on these things, one thing that I would, would came to my mind as a Wonder Woman, no matter what it looks like, they were in the battle, and you saw them. They were outnumbered, and the opposition also had better equipment. They had guns. The women only had bows and arrows. But they continued to fight. And what we didn't see in that scene is that they were victorious. And I, sometimes I think about myself that sometimes I feel like you're outnumbered. And it feels like sometimes, this is just what it feels like now. It's just, it feels like you're overwhelmed with the things that are happening in the world and you feel like you're, you're outmatched. But then the Bible says, thanks be unto God. Who always. And that's why I wanted King James Version on this. Because it said, he always calls me to triumph. With no goodness of my own. With my good study habits. College and career students. With your good management skills. But it's because of your trust in him. And the Bible says that because we're victorious will spread like an aroma of his goodness. So when we're victorious in him, people ought to be able to see the glory of God in you. So since he wants the glory of God in you to spread like aroma, he calls me to be victorious. He causes me to triumph. There's a story of a woman by the name of Bethany Hamilton. She was a surfer. Loved the Lord, but a shark came and changed her whole life. And fast forward through the story, as she's getting better, she wants to surf again. And she looked at her coach, she said, is it possible? Her coach said, it won't be easy. She said, I don't need easy. I just want it to be possible. Sometimes, ladies, in life, things are going to hit you. And it may even seem unfair. And it may even seem hard to get back up again. I'm here to tell you that it might not be easy, but it's possible. Because we serve a God who always causes us to triumph. And when I look back over my life, some of you may have seen in the, in the subject, it says, wonder, comma, woman. Because sometimes in my life, it's a wonder 
woman, that you didn't lose your mind. But I remember the Bible said he will keep you in perfect peace whose mind has stayed on him. Sometimes it's a wonder, woman, that you're still standing. But the Bible said now unto him who is able to keep you from falling. So it's a wonder, woman, that you have all your needs met. But the Bible says my God shall supply all my needs according to his riches and glory. It's a wonder, woman, that you haven't taken your life. But the Bible says nothing shall separate me from the love of God. It's a wonder, woman, that you are still here. It is by his grace and by his mercy. It's a wonder, woman, that you like what you see in the mirror. Because my Bible says I am fearfully and wonderfully made. So therefore I am a wonder woman. I might not be what you need. I might not be what you need. But God has purposed me in this place, in this time, in this season for a reason. And I am determined to live my life that it will be a fragrance, a sweet aroma of what the Lord can do. Because if he can do it for me, he can do it for you. Sometimes I look back in wonder. Not in confusion, not not knowing how, but sometimes when I look back on what the Lord brought me from, it amazes me. It encaptures me. It brings me to my knees that a wonderful God can love a person like me. It's a wonder sometimes that I'm still here, but it is by God's grace. It is by God's grace that I'm here today. I am a wonder woman. I am a wonder woman. My children shall call me blessed. My children shall call me blessed. I might not raise mine like you raise yours, but I'm named mama for a reason. God purposed me to be here to lead them to their destiny. I am a wonder woman. I might not look good enough for you or look good enough for you, but that man over there said that I'm beautiful and I am fearfully and wonderfully made. I am a wonder woman because I ain't worried about the next woman except to be a shield for them. The only time I worry about another woman is to be a shield. I got to stay in my lane. We get out our lane too much. Dibbling and dabbling over here. The Lord said, I have set your path. Follow therein. It says the good steps of a good man is ordered by the Lord. Are you walking in the steps he ordered? Or are you looking at somebody else's steps? You are a wonder woman. Because God has purposed you just the way you are. Your talents, your gifts. What you bring to the table is not minute. If every syllable has a purpose to God, don't you know you have a purpose to him? I am a wonder woman. Oh, Lord, help us stand. Let us stand.
Thanks for listening. We pray that you have been blessed by the message. Visit us on the web at npgbc.org for contact information, service times, or directions to our place of worship.